Hey guys, Tom Tillier with the Top Agent Podcast, and I have Tane Lawa. Gosh, I'm going to mess that one up, Tane. I'm so sorry. Tane Lawa is with me. He's from the Hampton Roads area in Virginia, and we've already kicked it off live. Uh, so let's get going. Let's learn about Tane and why he is so different. He is the digital marketer. He is absolutely fantastic on YouTube. He is wonderful on social media. And we're going to learn a little bit about what makes him tick, why he thinks the way he does, as soon as we get back. Welcome to the Top Agent Podcast, where we interview top agents, talk tech, and marketing strategies to dominate in real estate. Let's get moving. Tane, welcome to the Top Agent Podcast. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you having me here. I have to say, so uh, you know, that was a I have a very, sh- yeah, very short-term memory. Apparently, Loa. Thank you. Jeez, no, okay. no problem, man. I mean, I was in the Marine Corps, so you can imagine how much they butchered that. Oh gosh, I'm sure they butchered it a bit. So <laughs> it's fun. It's fun that you've actually um, you're in the Hampton Roads area. I am familiar with Hampton Roads area. I used to live on Ocean View Avenue, right there in Nafik. Um, actually, Willoughby Spit is where we lived, right there before the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel. Yep. And then in my later life, I spent some time there with with uh, with my corporate job. Cool. So, yeah, I was actually showing a property in Norfolk the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the not the best of places. There's, really? I don't know I if mean, it's certain parts. There's, certain there's parts. probably pockets. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, probably yeah. very yeah. very heavy military. But I think it's like that almost everywhere you go now, right? Because um, yeah. I'm originally from New York, and we definitely had those pockets as well where it was just not a great neighborhood. So, Yeah, and again, I'm talking back in the 90s. Like, I'm going to date myself here, but I'm talking early 90s. I have not been there, and I don't, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. But um, <laughs> it just, you know, I know where I lived when I was in the military. I, read, I was in the other side of the tracks, not the good side of the tracks. So, yeah. I will. Uh, I'm sure there's all kinds of different types of <clears throat> housing there and uh, opportunity there for you. So, hey, Tane, when did you get your car wrapped? Just this past week. Uh, I would maybe like almost two weeks now. Almost. That is really, really, really cool. So I yeah. saw a pop on my social media feed, and uh, I had to talk to you. How's that going? What's the perception of that? What's people? What Good. Good. Um, I mean, it's definitely made a huge difference for when I pull up to appointments, I think, and then people see my car. Um, it's because they, you know, because one thing people always like to see is somebody that's committed, right, in their in their business. And that's like full commitment right there to be, you know, to wrap your vehicle and that I'm, I drive in daily. So, um, you know, I, obviously I haven't seen any ROI on it yet, but that wasn't really like my thought process behind it, to be quite honest with you. Um, my whole thought process is personal branding, um, have my face on it, my name on it. Right. And eventually people will catch up like, Oh, I saw that guy's car. And I actually had, uh, somebody say that to me recently, um, that they're, they're like, I swear I drove past your car the other day. Cause I remember that face and I was like, and automatically I was like, wow, that's great because that's essentially what I'm looking for is somebody to remember my face when they see me and they're like, oh, that's the guy, the digital realtor. So that's yeah. what I'm looking for really. I'm not really expecting like a crazy ROI out of it. And I love it that you have QR codes right on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, do, they, where, do, where do the QR codes take you? 
So one is for scan to get a home free home evaluation. One is to scan to search for homes and the other is scan to become a realtor. So since I'm with EXP, you know, people could join uh, to become a realtor that takes them to the EXP if they want to become an agent. Um, so I have them placed on the sides and as well, I have them placed in the back. So most of, you know, that's mainly for people because the only way you're going to be able to scan is if, if I'm stopped. So it's for people if they, you know, they're walking by, they're like, oh, let me test this out real quick. And the good thing is, you know, you're familiar with technology. So I have Facebook pixels uh, and Google, a Google UID, a UID set up on there. So if I have ads running, if somebody browses my website using that, that's another type of branding where they'll see Facebook ads of mine or either my Google ads that I have set up, right? So that's another avenue that I'm trying to target too. Yeah, so how are, how are the Facebook pixels working for you? So obviously they land to, I, I know how they work, but how are they yeah. working for you? Are you seeing, are you hearing about them, seeing yeah, so, activity um, from them? Yeah, I've, I've gotten buyers from there where I actually represented both sides of the transaction, so dual agency wise. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with my retargeting ads. From what I recall, I, I've had buyers from there from just direct ad of the listing I have up and then I reach out to them and then show them the property and then it turns into a transaction. Um, so far from what I've seen, uh, again, I need to get better with the tracking on it, to be quite honest with you. But all I'm looking for is a, a warm up conversation. So it makes it a lot easier when you're prospecting. So for example, when I'm doing FISBOs or expires, right, after I grab their email, I'll, you know, at the end of the week, I'll create a new custom audience, import that into my ads. And then this way, hopefully, hopefully they'll see my Facebook ads or Google ads. So then this way, when I do follow up with them, hey, this is Tane, the digital realtor. They're like, oh yeah, I spoke to you the other week and I saw your ad and I also saw your car, right? <laughs> so like, that's what I'm hoping on is, they see my personal branding everywhere and then it makes my conversation a lot easier. I lost your audio, Tane. Oh, uh, any better there now? Go. There you go, yep. So you're hoping on where I lost you was, so what you're hoping on is branding and then I cut you. Oh yeah, so what I am hoping on is more of um, where they, you know, when I make the phone calls, they remember me more because of my ads and as well the personal branding I have around, whether it's from mailers, uh, the ads itself, my car, or just me calling so yeah multi-channel marketing is massive um yeah. so you took it you took it to another level where you did multi-channel marketing you did multi-channel marketing with your yeah you're muted oh i know why okay you back yep i'm back okay yeah. multi-channel marketing is um is very Hold on, technology problems. Hold on a second. <laughs> no problem. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to my AirPods. Here we go. My phone. Okay, my phone rang, and I pushed a couple buttons, and all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. Your AirPods probably connected to your phone. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay, so <clears throat> sorry about that. You're good. Man. You know, live live streaming. That's what you get. So, so multi-channel marketing. Your car. Um, your your calls, your Facebook ads, your Google paid ads, everything's kind of working in sync. Oh, and yeah. how long have you how long have you been a real estate agent? Uh, almost it's a little over a year and a half now. So oh, good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, another thing I also forgot to do is that so I mean, as you're probably aware, it's super tough to maintain like these ads, build new ones, right? So I'm I'm starting to offload some of this stuff. 
Um, but another thing I'm adding on too is like uh, the voicemails, the automated voicemail. So it, it skips the ring and then, hey, this is Tane, the digital realtor. So that's another thing I'm trying to add on to personal branding. Um, and, I, and I do think it makes a huge difference because I, I know there's one agent from New York that I'm originally from, uh, where I'm originally from, that his personal <clears throat> branding is insane, where if he simply says, hey, this is Brian, the sales giant, everyone knows who it is. Like, it's that's what I'm hoping to get to is, hey, this is Tane, the digital realtor. Like, oh, I saw you. And, you know, that's essentially what I'm hoping now. That is really fantastic. So a year and a half ago, when did you get out of the military, though? Oh, I got out uh, a while ago, 2015. Okay. And what did you do between the time you got out and now or in uh, real estate? Job hopping, man. I, I've done a lot of job hopping. <laughs> so I've, I've done everything from my most recent job was in the IT industry. So that was my most recent one, which was probably the longest too. So that was a nice solid five years. Um, before then, I was in you know, Marine Corps Reserve, so before then I still had jobs, uh, but still going job to job. I've done roofing to being a line cook, uh, to being a bartender, to being a uh, – the, the one before the IT job was door-to-door uh, -door marketing. So that was an interesting one too. Um, every single job, I've definitely picked up a good trait from each one of them. So, you know, for those people that are out there and feel like they're just job hopping, I, I think, it, you know, at that time, everyone was making fun of me because I was job, you know, pretty much hopping from job to job. Like, oh, you should stay at something that makes you happy. It's like, no, like, why would I stay at something if, I'm, if, I, if I don't want to do it? <laughs> so, but if those of you that are job hopping, just know that you pick up a trait from each one of those jobs. And I definitely know which trait I picked up from each one. So it's definitely it's interesting coming together and just recapping you know, the past years, it's like, wow, I can't believe that if I didn't have my, you know, restaurant job, I wouldn't, my line cook job, I wouldn't be able to work fast paced like this, things like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, um, my big message to people, especially because uh, we have five kids and the oldest two are 17 and 20. So they're kind of entering adulthood and in, in, in work and college and all of these different things, they're starting to really feel what it's like to be an adult. Yeah. And my biggest thing is find out what you love. Yep. Work what you love. And, you know, they, they do their little job hops and everything. But <laughs> the biggest thing is it really does look like you love what you do right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I absolutely do. I, I work till, man, so you know how it is, too, because I'm sure you love it, too. And it's... uh. I'll work, I'll work till like 12, 1 o'clock sometimes at night and then wake up next morning, 5 o'clock, do it all over again and not even notice. I just work till 12, 1 o'clock at night. So it's um, it's it's interesting. That's, that's I don't know. It, that's the best way to describe it because even on your days off, sometimes like you have things pop up and it's like, I just want to get this out of the way. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. A, it's a It's a fantastic career for anybody who wants to endure it. <laughs> endure the career yeah. you know but you and I are very similar with the aspects of digital marketing and how we how we look at the world and the multi-channel thing and and even the being a veteran thing and thank you for your service by the way same to you um, do uh, much much appreciated I have a very high respect for other veterans as well so let's talk about um so you have your Facebook ads you have your car uh, you've been in real estate for about a year and a half. Have you been with EXP the whole time? No, I was actually with Realty Connect when I was in New York. 
Okay. Um, so I moved here. So I don't recommend anyone to do this, but I, I was originally from New York. I moved here from New York about two years now, I would say. Um, but I was a part-time agent over there with Realty Connect. I really didn't do much at that time. But I essentially, over, when I was in New York, I bought a house in Virginia with my full-time W-2 job. Um, and I was miserable at that job. It was my IT job. You know, I was making $65,000 a year, I think it was, and just giving my hours away. I was working more hours than I'm working right now, making chump change, essentially. And I mean, in New York, that's what it is to me. Mm-hmm. But, so I, I bought a house over here in Virginia. And after I bought the house <laughs> and I had the loan commitment and it closed, I pretty much gave them my two weeks notice over there my old, my old job. And then I moved down here to Virginia and that's where I became a full-time agent, uh, is down here in Virginia. And it was just, I don't recommend it to anyone because I, luckily I had enough saved up to where I didn't, I wasn't struggling as much. Right. And I also had a side gig where I was making money off of uh, running Facebook ads for people. So that's how, that's how I got into digital marketing is I was running Facebook ads for, for companies, real realtors and, you know, martial arts schools and whatnot. But that's I moved down here to Virginia, and that's where I would consider my uh, my full time of being an agent is my year and a half down here in Virginia. So no, no kidding. So you did some part time work in New York. Where out of New York did you live? Uh, Long Island. Okay. Yeah. Whereabouts on the island? Uh, Suffolk County. You ever been over there? Oh yeah, yeah. So my my previous corporate gig that I took me back to Virginia often uh, worked with car dealers in marketing. So I helped them with car with uh, digital marketing cool. and uh, I had the whole Northeast. I had a territory with a bunch of reps and Long Island. I had a rep on Long Island and I spent some spent some days there. Nice. And I forget what the port was uh, port. It's Port Jefferson. It, yes. Thank you. Port Jefferson. So I used to spend a lot of time in Port Jefferson and then, of course, anything Port Jefferson back to the mainland, I guess, or Long Island City, maybe, Yeah. in Manhattan. It's interesting you say that because we probably know a lot of mutual uh, executives because when I worked in the IT job, a lot of our uh, clients were actually car dealerships. And we had almost all the car dealerships on Long Island and New York. So I, I probably know some people that you worked with as well. Mm, no kidding. And uh, as far as Hampton Roads goes, it was Casey Automotive Group that was my big client there. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And you see them everywhere. They're uh, they're a big yeah. deal. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to be out of it. You know, I used to travel a lot, and um, with five kids at home, it, it just made it tough. And when I made that plunge about four years ago, it was you had to you had to really separate yourself. You know, it's easy to be great in this business if you really want to put in the work and separate yourself. And that's why I asked you to be on this because. I, I had no idea how long you were in the business. I didn't know if it was one year or 10 years because you, you, you really come across as somebody that knows what they're doing, especially with their marketing. And I don't know how you do business, right? But, but I, I can guess just from your marketing that you're a pretty dang good real estate agent. Thank you. I try. <laughs> yeah. I try. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I try to do things definitely a little different to set yourself apart. Um, now, you know, nowadays a lot of people do Facebook ads and all that stuff too. And I'm just trying, you know, everything I, I like the client testimonial videos, for example. Um, oh, yeah. I don't think that's very common in our industry, 
but I picked that up from the digital ad agency perspective. So like when I used to run an ad agency, you know, when I did Facebook ads for a little, um, a lot of the stuff that people were doing was they would do client test. You know, I would get client testimonials of past realtors I've helped or past school owners I've helped. So that's some of the things that I, I did. I grabbed from there and brought it into here. And it definitely helped as a good social proof. So anytime I have somebody I'm working with, I give them three things to do, which is to essentially look up one Google Tain Loa, the digital realtor. They'll see a, a, you know, pretty much a plethora of Google reviews. So you can just Google my name and you'll see that. And then two, I'll give them a, a link to the YouTube channel, right, where it has the client testimonials. And then three, I'll give them the Zillow link as well, where it'll have Zillow testimonials too. So this way it kind of, uh, because again, the social proof I think makes a huge difference in acquiring clients, um, especially if you don't meet them face to face. Cause I, I've, you know, I work with people from out of state and I give them all these things and like, Oh yeah, I mean, these are legitimate people and they're telling, they're saying great things about you. So, uh, that again, that's, it's definitely helped a ton. Yeah. I was impressed by that. I, uh, I took, I made a note on this, you know, it's so funny. What, what am I comfortable with? What am I uncomfortable with? And when I was watching it, I was like, wow, what a brilliant idea. Thanks, but how you handle yourself in the video is what I was most impressed with because you're the way you phrase the question, you, you know, it's really tough. I found to talk about yourself. Hey, tell, tell me real quick how great I am. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's really difficult, right? I mean, yeah, tell yeah. Me, come on, come on, tell me, go my bucket here. Tell me how great <laughs> I am. But, but you, you, you do it in such a suave way that it doesn't feel like, um, it doesn't feel like you're 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 doing it, and and I think that's the key to success there. Uh, so yeah, if anybody gets a chance, go to look up Tain Lawa, um, and it's T E right T E I N H L W A. Look him up on Google. Find him on YouTube. Check out his channel. He's got a ton of videos. He does a lot of really, really cool things. And check out specifically the testimonial videos. I think that is definitely something that sets you apart. Yeah. And uh, so you have a wrapped car. You do testimonial videos. What what else makes Tain Tain? Yeah, um, I think it has a lot to do with... Um, Again, from my past experience with the IT company, right? Because um, it was customer service, and I was director of support, so I had I made sure that the service was amazing. And one thing I picked up from my IT job is to bring that over to here is to give a phenomenal customer service to the point where these people that I put on video, they they're like super stoked to jump on it with me. Just be like the last lady that you just saw, she she was like, yeah, I'll do anything. Just, and she was like, is there anything else you need? Like just because of the customer service I provide. Um, and a lot has to do with Brandon. I've, I've learned from this from Brandon too, is just little things like, uh, you know, making that Friday follow-up phone call to let them know, uh, update, Friday update, should I say, uh, of what's going on with their listings, right? Like, so she brought up in the video, she was an expired listing and she couldn't sell with another agent for a while. And then she literally highlighted in that video, the biggest difference while working with me is every Friday, she knew what was going on with the listing, even though we may not be on the contract yet. I'll tell her, hey, these, there's two homes that just came on the market, priced right around the same as ours. This is something that we should look out for, make price improvements if needed, right? Whatever the case is. Um, so I think the customer service really sets me apart from others um, just 
from my conversations with sellers that I've that that you know they've worked with other agents before in the past, and that's the one thing they always tell me is, you know, it, you know, it, it's it's a good thing and as well a bad thing. Eventually, once you start trying to get a little more hands off, because I get texts right at like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, um, which is personal time, right? And then I don't have kids yet, so I can do this. So I'm able to, you know take care of them right there and then but eventually I'll have to figure something out for that <laughs> but you know that's one I think that's one of the things is the customer service and people could tell I'm I'm really genuine about like helping them get the home sold and you know like at certain certain times uh, I know people always say pricing is the number one thing but there's been certain times like that last lady for example she was an expired listing didn't sell uh, and she was listed for 135 and pricing was not an issue for her. So we ended up getting, we ended up putting on the market for 145 and got her $19,000 more than what she had listed with another agent. And th that's where I, I try to go against the grain sometimes with things like that, because for her, for example, the issue was the market, the price market that we were working in, we were getting a lot of FHA buyers. And what happened is with FHA, you have to work with FEMA for flood insurance and her mm -hmm. agent the last time I bet you did not even know about this. And what happened was we were getting a ton of people interested, but then I found out FEMA was what was killing us, us killing the deal. So what I did with that one is, is instead of doing a price decrease where I'll end up with more FHA buyers and they would find out, Hey, I can't afford FEMA insurance, which is $1,500. I actually increased the price to 155 and what ended up happening is we got buyers that were that were able to get actual uh, insurance, um, your private insurance versus FEMA. And, you know, maybe I got lucky. Who knows? But I just know what I did ended up bringing in more VA buyers and more conventional buyers. And that's essentially who we ended up settling with. Um, and so that that's a perfect example. I think outside of the box and really try to because obviously I, maybe it would have made my life easier if I did price drops instead. But I just knew. To me, I felt bad having the lady do a price drop when I know the feedback I'm getting is clients interested, right? And then I follow up, hey, let's work on an offer. What gets shut down is, and I, we went through about like eight, nine offers where nine people interested and every single one of them, once they found out it was $1,500 for flood insurance, like I can't afford that. So I, I essentially, I could have dropped the price to make it work for them kind of, but I knew I, if I put them in a different price bracket, I would end up getting a different buyer pool and possibly just, I just knew to me, it was like, this is not a pricing issue. It's really a matter of finding a buyer who is, that can get conventional insurance, private insurance. That's very, very, very smart. Another, you know, again, that's what makes you different. And even, even there's another lady that was a real estate agent that I watched a testimonial from. Yep. She was a real, a past real estate agent. Yeah. She just yeah. sang your praises. So hey. it's funny. You guys, please go to his channel, check it out. We won't, you know, bore you with the final, de final, finer details, but check it out. It's uh, it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, man, that's in intriguing. So you also, so you brought up Brandon a couple of times. Brandon is also, you know, it's funny. I didn't know where I got it from. Then I thought back on it. I also do Friday follow-ups. <laughs> so I train my clients to, to expect a call from me. You're going to yeah. hear from me every Friday, regardless. If you want to talk to me during the week, let's talk. But if you don't get a hold of me or I don't get a hold of you, just know you're going to hear from me Friday. And, and it works, work, works magically. And I got that from Brandon as well. 
Yeah. So he's been a he's been a big influence in my career for sure. Yeah. So you you said. Oh, I was gonna say it definitely makes a huge difference because almost every seller I've worked with, they tell me. I guess it's very rare that agents do that because I, I'll talk to top performers in other states. They don't, they don't do that either. So I, I can imagine why these guys are doing like 205 transactions, you know, 200 some transactions. I can only imagine sitting there Fridays, going through every single one of them. So I, I can, at a certain point, you have to figure that. I have to figure that part out when I get there. Well, if you're doing that many, you have you have help, right? Yeah. So you have an assistant yeah. here, an assistant here, and you guys are all making the calls, and it's not going to be that hard. Yeah. But then you then you just kind of work work your magic and start doing some bomb bomb videos and things like that. It just makes it easier. Yeah. 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 I, and, I actually just got bomb bomb recently. Man, I wish I got that sooner. Crazy. Do you, have Mojo? do you have Mojo? I do. Okay. Do you know Mojo integrates directly to bomb bomb? I did not. So what I what I'm doing right now is I actually have follow up boss now instead. So I'm using follow up boss. Yeah. Also I'm, directly. Yeah, so I have Follow Boss and Bomb Bomb integrated. I didn't know it integrated with Mojo though, but I have it. Mojo integrates with Follow Boss, so it's the same thing. But man, I can't believe what a big difference that's made. And I mean, you could get away with other services out there; it doesn't have to be Bomb Bomb. But man, if for those of you that aren't doing video emails yet, I highly recommend it because I just implemented that like two weeks ago, man. And I, I kid you not, my conversion rate has went up like crazy. Like yeah. The response I'm getting was amazing. People were replying on the video like, wow, this is great. I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this. So Super easy because they, they see the name with the face, right? So they might get a phone call. Then, they, then they'll, then if you have their email address, then you can shoot them a quick email too. Yeah. Right? And it might say something like, hey, just face with the name. This is me in the flesh. I just tried calling you. I left a message. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's such pretty a fun. Concept. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm getting definitely great feedback on that for sure. Good. Um, so I got a couple questions. I like to spring some crazy questions on my guests always. Sure. Sure. And um, and it, it's kind of fun because it opens up the dialogue a little bit. What things do you do every day that you wish could be automated? <laughs> uh I mean, I, I guess everything I do every day could be automated. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, I was like, yeah, I could get that automated. <laughs> um, let's see. That's a tough one. Um, huh. There's a, that's what I was going to, first I was going to say um, the cold calling part, but I I have that halfway automated. I have a virtual assistant helping me out with calls, geo leads. Um, and then I, second I was going to say is running stuff out, but then I also have an assistant helping me with that too. Um, how about working out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if working out falls in the automation part, but it falls yeah. into a habit forming part anyway. Yeah. I, I wish that uh, there was an automation which would uh, easily get me up at 4.30 and then start hitting the gym. Yeah. Well, maybe um, maybe this maybe this next question lines up with what your answers were just now. What's something you hate but you wish you loved? Waking up early and working out. Yeah, that's that's one. Uh, I hate when I I hate when I don't do that. So 
my thing with the whole waking up early part is I sometimes feel like you can also, cause I'm, I'm more of a night person. So I'll, I'll work super late. And so like, I sometimes feel like I could get the same thing done at night versus in the morning. So, and then the workout part, yeah, the work, the workout part, sometimes like if I'm going to, cause I, I'll go on and off, I'll go in a groove where I'm working out constantly for like months straight. But then like this past week, I would say I've been slacking just because holidays coming up, family visiting, all that stuff. And then that's when it's like, ugh. and then but when, if you're in that groove, it's, it's, it's very easy to like not fall off. But then I, you know, holiday com- comes around and I start slacking. So momentum, momentum, yeah. and you fall yeah. off and you fall off hard. That's what I do. Like I was, I did the whole 75 hard thing. I remember and, that. And it was, it was wonderful. I did so good myself. And then I uh, actually, right when it ended, we went into COVID lockdown, right? And talk about a momentum swing. When you go from two two workouts a day and eating good to yeah. being locked down with alcohol and junk food. Yeah. Um, it just and you didn't know where the world was going to go. It. Uh, yeah, I got to get back on the train. So you've yeah. inspired me. Yeah. Um, so last question for you. What makes you feel old? Oh God. Me me working out now and knowing how I used to be when I was in the Marine Corps. So that that makes me feel super old. I'll work out now and if I go heavy, like go the way I used to, I'll be sore for like two days. So that's one thing that I've learned to do is pace myself working out now because my body's definitely not the same anymore. That's interesting. So all three questions revolved around working out. So we, we, we know where your pain points are. Yeah, that's, that's my, you know, that's been my struggle lately as the working yeah. out. Oh, I know. I told, we, we just ordered some new shoes, like some new uh, Gore-Tex Brooks outdoor, you know, weatherproof shoes. And sometimes it takes a little thing like that, you know? So my wife ordered them up. She's like, as soon as we get these new shoes in, we're gonna we're gonna get out there and do it again. I'm like, are they in yet? And, uh, <laughs> and then they're gonna they're gonna come in like tomorrow. And so I told her, okay, December 26th, December 26th. We have nothing else to do. Let's go hit it, you know. And uh, we'll just we'll figure it out. Yeah. So you know, this is this is good, Tane. Um, man. I could talk to you for hours about digital marketing. Obviously, we can we can stay in contact and talk offline, but but the things you're doing align so well with the other top performers in the country. So the top performers in the country are outside of the box thinkers, uh, heavy level customer service. Uh, it's the agent of the future, digital marketers, uh, digital marketers and multi branded, multi channel marketing. You are kind of hitting it all. And you're such a young agent, meaning you're so new to real estate, so to speak, a year and a half or a couple yeah. years, if you include the New York time. Um, but it's not like, it doesn't seem like you're new because you understand the business, you understand the marketing, you understand the customer satisfaction. And so you're really firing on all cylinders. And I'm really excited to see where you go. Me too. Me too, man. It's uh... I'm super pumped for 2021 because I've got a lot of things uh, lined up. So I'm taking, because right now I'm manually putting up Facebook ads 
right? And then going into Google ads, doing, doing setting up all that stuff, but I'm offloading that to a company. So this way I don't have to deal with that anymore. And then just more focusing on customer service aspect and more of uh, getting a, a better structure and team in place. So trying to, so that's what I have going on. So I'm super stoked for 2021, but I think it's important for agents that are new to not skip the stage of um, actually being belly to belly with the customers, right? Um, Because that's the one thing that I I like about Brandon a lot. And that's probably why he doesn't have that many followers, to be quite honest with you, is because he's upfront with that you need to work. (laughs) You you need to work instead of, you know, selling the shiny object with what everyone else does. So I think that's a lot to do with why he doesn't have that big of his followers, others, because he's literally telling you, you need to put in the work. And I, I highly recommend for any agents that are out there listening, um, there really is no uh, magic pill, should you say. Yeah, yeah, that's Brandon saying. There's no magic yeah. pill. There's there no- really isn't. Like, there really isn't. Like, and I think it's important agents know, even if they're watching this and they're saying, oh, I'll do what Tane is doing. It, you, it doesn't make, like, I think there's stages to this. Like, I didn't really get into all of this until I started making some money and have a database to actually work with. So it's so important that you don't skip that initial stage because I think that uh, phone, getting on the phone is that bread and butter in the beginning to get you the business. Because to me, uh, Facebook ads, for example, I did run Facebook ads when I first moved down here in Virginia, but you know, they're, they're Facebook ads. It takes a while to convert. And it, same thing with you know, the face-to-face, but if, you, if you're a new agent and you don't have money, right, you got to work with what you have. And I don't recommend anyone to go out there and start putting credit cards on for Facebook ads or Google ads or any of that. You're not going to get a better return than if you were to just get on the phone and start dialing. And at the end of the day, the way I look at it is if you have, if you're looking for that shiny object at the end of the day, it all leads to the same end end goal. Well, end task, which is get on the phone and talk to the person. So it's the same exact thing. So I highly recommend for any new agents out there, just go through the stages. There's always there's these stages that you need to first hurdle over, get that first transaction to get your experience right. Uh, well, actually just getting on the phones and then turning that lead into a prospect and then from the prospect to a client and then from that client to an actual transaction and then through that transaction, having to jump through hurdles for issues that pop up, right? There, there's all these stages that I still haven't even fully gotten through yet. I know, right? So I highly recommend any agent just don't look for that shiny object or magic pill, just get on the phones first and then go through the stages of actually doing the work as a realtor and then set yourself apart. Because how else are you gonna set yourself apart set yourself apart if you got no results to show? So that is that is absolutely spot on. So Brandon and I go, we go back, right? Uh, hand, I don't know, six years now, maybe seven years. Um, but I remember seeing Brandon four years ago in an office, he was in the Keller Williams office and I'd go downstairs cause I'd want to pick his brain and I'd knock on the door. I'm on the call. I'm on my calls. And I would listen for a minute and I could hear him on the calls and he would sometimes sit in there for four five, six, seven, eight hours. I am not kidding you. This is not a commercial for Brandon, but Brandon Mulrennan with Fizbo domination. Look him up. If you guys are listening, he is the real deal. So he is the one that actually, um, he, he, he says that 
Tane, but he actually does that. Yep. And I've seen it. So I, I can verify I this. I'm, I'm I there. I can it. see it. Yeah. I believe and he it, shuts that door and he does not, he does not let you in. And I'm not that good. Like I'm Maybe really, uh, I'm really bad with, okay, I see something over here. gets my attention. Oh, all of a sudden I'm off task. But Brandon beats it in me. He goes, dude, you just do so much better if you just. And yeah, I'm working on it. I have a, I have, I'll, I'll share some things when we get offline with you, like some things that are keeping me on task. But it is fun talking to like minds. You know, yeah. I got one more question for you, an off topic question, kind of fun, kind of wrap up the show with this. Do you expose your tattoos or not? <laughs> uh, yeah, once I once I have them as a client. So I, I'm uh, yeah, because I have a bunch of tats. I think you do, too. I have a sleeve. And then I have my uh, I have my whole my chest done, my ribs done, and then my whole back is done. So once I once I have them as a client, I will expose my tat. But that's very rare. I've done it in the summertime when I've had to go to help out my client, literally move stuff out of the house, right? So it was like on special occasions. I don't see a need for me to, because at the end of the day, I, I try to keep in mind, uh, not everybody's open-minded as I am. I won't ever judge somebody because they have tattoos because I have tattoos, but you never know who the other person is. So, no, I agree. And and I, I one time I ran into a client uh, recently. Actually, I had a T-shirt on, and I ran into her at like Home Depot, and she goes, "I never knew you had a sleeve," and she was all excited about it. And uh, and her husband said. I did like he could, he saw it like peeking out of my shirt at some point, but yeah. it's interesting because I, I worry about it. And, and I ask you because I, because you do well and you're professional and I, and I don't judge obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, but I do worry about it Me and too. I worry about the right crowd and I try to respect everybody's judgmental opinions, I guess. But there's, there has been so many circumstances and this is the fun part too. And I think you'll agree where you get one little hint of a tattoo on somebody like at a listing appointment and you're like, yeah, let's go. You know, <laughs> you get one little hint and you're like, you can align with them that quick. And uh, so it does have its benefits. That's hilarious. You say that. Cause I've done that, Tom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if I, if I see somebody else got literally like a sleeve, I'll, I'll try to pull up my sleeve a little bit just so they can see because it's another thing that you can connect with. Well, it's instant. It's instant. Yeah. Like, yep. they're like you're my you're my agent, you know. Yeah. So it's you can hide it, you can expose it, you can do all those things. Um, yeah, pretty fun. So Tane, yeah. dude, you are rocking it. I had no idea. Just one and a half years, um, full time agent. Um, I love your story. I think you need to tell your story. Uh, I know this is going to tell your story a little bit, but I, I honestly believe in, and maybe I got to go through your YouTube a little bit more, but I honestly believe you have a story to tell, you know, from the job hopping to New York, to buying a house and taking a chance and all in car wrap. I mean, you have quite the story to tell and I'm glad we're, we're kind of uh, pulling it out of you right now. Um, but this is great. Yeah, Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. It's um, I, I always like uh, jumping on these things because, uh, I mean, in our industry, especially, I've come to notice there's a lot of people out there that just, especially, unfortunately, the company I'm with, EXP, <laughs> you uh, people benefit from fake uh, 
fake testimonial videos of other agents killing it. Um, and it's unfortunate. So if any, I, I, I hate even talking about it because it drives me nuts. I've seen so many fake testimonial videos of agents that are killing it using some sort of magic technique that no one's ever heard of and gets them to join. So, well, I was, um, I was number eight, about number 8,000 with EXP. Oh, wow. So you were with you at one point? Yeah. 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 That's the only downside. That's the only downside. A lot of these fake testimonial videos I see, they're unfortunately EXP agents and they're selling a uh, a course or a free coaching course. If you join them on their EXP, you can be that agent that's closing 50 something deals using social media. And then if you actually do some research on the person, you'll find out they don't perform at all. It's- yeah, there's some really good, you know, I've had a lot of really good uh, relationships built from EXP yeah. and some really good agents. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of Kyle Whistle in California. Okay. Right. You should look him up. I think you would really, really like him. Mm-hmm. Kyle Whistle, Whistle Realty Group. Um, yeah. Dan Beer. I have some, you know, Greg, uh, Greg McDaniel. A lot of the top, yeah, a lot of the top agents and teams are with EXP now, which is great. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's just the unfortunate part is the other people that aren't really performing, right? They'll have fake testimonials to get people yeah. to join. So, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah for the agents that are out there, just be careful who you who you learn from. I'm very cautious about who I pick up material from. Yeah, I remember the day. I remember the day Brandon called me and said, "We're ready, uh, Brookstone. We're ready." And it, that night, that night I was ready to go. Um, but it just teach his own, right? Everybody's got a different thing, but I was, I was, gosh, I was the number 8,000. Now EXP just crossed 40,000 they're, they're yeah. killing it. A lot of, a lot of little nuances that at the time are fixed. Um, Oh, I love it, man. I, I yeah, get, I'm sure. Yeah. I didn't get the rap until I was sure that I'm going to be with EXP for a while. So, oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Right. You're really committed. Like, yeah. No, yeah. really. Like I, I've, I've had the money to get a wrap for a while now, but I was like, you know what? I want to wait this out, see if this is the company for me. And I was like, all right, this is the company for me. I'll do it. So and you, and it. you waited until the new logo came out, the new EXP yeah. logo. It's so yeah. much better. And it uh, is. It is. that would have yeah. been, been a problem. Can you imagine them changing the logo on you mid mid car wrap? I was all, I was so close to getting it done until I showed my, uh, my sponsor, the proof and I was like, Hey, what you think about this? And then my sponsor is like, he's a like, good thing you sent this to me because they're actually getting a new logo. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so man, it was so close to getting it done. I got the proof sent it. Always like, yeah, just wait like two more weeks. I was like, all right, <laughs> good thing. I reached out. <laughs> so well, this has been great. Stay on for a minute. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. And Hey, if you guys want to follow somebody that's progressive, that really thinks outside of the box, please go, go look up Tane and his YouTube channel. I'll put it here in the description, in the video, but fantastic agent, great conversation. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks again, Tom.